Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Welcome back in. Final hour, Monday edition. Hope all of you are having a good time. We are here in the Outkick studios. Call one farmers to switch, and you could save big on your auto insurance. It's really the best thing you can do with your phone. In a few minutes, just call one farmers and start saving today. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum been talking about throughout the course of the program today the fact that the south is under siege from snow and ice and i know all you guys out there that have been reacting throughout the show and throughout the weekend as i've let you know you don't have a lot of sympathy for us but we are under ice attack dub it's serious here we we like in nashville and many other areas of the country like this alabama mississippi arkansas a little bit of oklahoma Uh, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, we're always like right on that line as to whether or not we're going to get snow or ice. And I I just like every single time, oh, it could be snow, it could be ice, it could be a cold rain. First time in five years, we're getting a ton of it right now. Yeah, and I'm from Texas, so this is not a normal thing for me by any stretch of the imaginations. The looking at, I've been monitoring this weather situation, and I know you've said you're somewhat of a weather nerd. I I'm guess. the snow czar. Exactly. I, I, when I did local radio in Nashville, uh, I would uh, take over weather-related concerns because we did a lot of local radio, and I would talk about weather-related issues during the course of the show. Yeah, so I've been kind of tracking on my various weather apps that I have on my phone and kind of just mainly focusing on the low-temperature uh, projections. Yeah. And they're pretty frightening. I started doing this last week looking ahead, 
And it's it's actually a little bit better than it was supposed to be because I was at a wedding this weekend in Kentucky. Was it outdoors in no, any way? God, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay. People would have probably literally died. Yeah. If it was outside, but the projected low was going to be negative two. Now it was not negative two. It was more like twenty, but still, with the wind chill and everything else involved, it was uh, it was bittering cold. Yeah. Bittering cold, bitterly cold, maybe is the word you're looking for there. Yeah, somewhere there, right there. Yeah, the cold's kind of getting to my vocabulary here. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And unlike our previous uh, producer, Jason Martin, you have made it in, so that's at least a uh, positive. Are you done for the rest of the week too? After today, I'm gonna. Well, I don't know if the <laughs> if this weather keeps up, I might just mail it in for the rest of the week since you're not going to be here. But I am scheduled to work until through Wednesday, and then I'm going to take Thursday, Friday off, so we'll see. All right, so for everybody out there, Danny G's already out. Um, uh, We've got Brian Finley in doing the update, so Eddie Garcia is out. Did Roberto ever come back? I don't even know if Roberto ever came back from his his taking days off for for the Super Bowl. Uh, But I'm scheduled to be in Mexico tomorrow, although I have no idea if I'm going to make the flight out tomorrow morning, whether it's going to be able to take off or not, because we're in the middle of this winter storm and people think, oh, surely the airports are still going to run. I ain't that optimistic that that's going to be continuing. So uh, we've been breaking down a bunch of stories over uh, the course of the uh, over the course of the show so far. I encourage you, by the way, go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a single minute. And one of those stories we just talked about at the top of the second hour. We're going to talk about it a little bit with Bobby Barack in a moment. I know as many people on the West Coast are waking up, this Gina Carano story, uh, she went 7-1 and one as an MMA fighter and then decided to go into entertainment. Uh, she, like you, Dub, also a Texan, and uh, she made some comments uh, in the last week and ended up losing her job on The Mandalorian, which is a very popular Disney Plus show, uh, as a part of this cancel culture that we find ourselves in now, where people are constantly losing their jobs, even though what she said is honestly nowhere near as ridiculous as what other people have said uh, on the... uh, Her her speech is considered to be conservative, as opposed to uh, the liberal speech, which you can make and get away with no matter how ridiculous it is in Hollywood right now and in the world of sports. So I think that will be a story that we'll unpack in a bit with Bobby Barak, who is scheduled to join us. But we started off the show uh, talking about this, and I do think it's interesting as we now are fully into the NFL offseason, as we get closer and closer to finding out what the overall NFL salary cap is going to be. There are right now, by my count, eight different quarterbacks that are available in theory who are former first-round draft picks and have started a game or played significantly in a game in the last two years. Really started a game is the category uh, that I am putting into play here. Last two years, they have started really multiple games. And I'm curious, how many of these guys do you think could potentially become big-time playmakers going forward is there anybody out there who could be a Ryan Tannehill-like reclamation project? And so here are the eight guys, former first-round picks, in no particular order, and then I will tell you in order how I would break those guys down and what I think of them uh, going forward. All right, here are my eight. Uh, uh, These are in no order, and then I'll give them to you in order. Former first-rounders that are theoretically available right now. Dwayne Haskins, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, Teddy Bridgewater, Mitch Trubisky, and Sam Darnold. Okay, eight former first-round draft picks that could be had right now 
by a new team that could hope that they are going to be the Ryan Tannehill going forward. How would you rank those eight guys? Here's my run at it. Dub, you tell me what you think of these rankings. I've got Sam Darnold one, Carson Wentz two, Marcus Mariota three, Jameis Winston four, Teddy Bridgewater five, Mitch Trubisky six, Cam Newton seven, Dwayne Haskins eight. That is the order that I would grab them with the idea being, could I find another Ryan Tannehill? Now, let me explain a little bit why I've got them ranked as follows. I believe Sam Darnold we haven't seen enough of, but I think he's shown glimmers and he's so young right now. I'm not sure anybody could have won with the Jets. Carson Wentz has played at an MVP level before. Marcus Mariota has taken his team to the playoffs and won a game there. Jameis Winston has shown flashes of brilliance. I feel like Teddy Bridgewater is pretty much a refined product. He's mediocre. Nothing wrong with that, but I don't think he's ever going to be a high-end starter. Uh, Cam Newton, I think, is finished, and uh, I think Dwayne Haskins is finished. Also, Mitch Trubisky, I have no faith in. Do you disagree with any of that analysis, Dub, anything that stands out to you? You know, Marcus Mariota, your former guy, gave us a little tease late in the season when he filled in for an injured Derek Carr. And I got to tell you, I think he's got a lot left. He's a young guy. He's done it before, led his team to the playoffs. I think you may be underselling your former I've got him at three here. I, I, I love Marcus Mariota. And I would, if I were like the Patriots or if I were Washington and I could get him for a low cost, relatively speaking, there's been rumors that Washington and New England are both interested in him. I don't think that's a bad decision at all. Yeah, I think the potential value combined. Still only 27, by yeah, the way. The potential, the potential and also the value in terms of how much you have to pay for him, that might be number one to me. He hasn't been able to stay healthy. That's been the biggest issue for Marcus Mariota throughout. Uh, The way he plays, he's just been injured far too frequently. If he could ever stay healthy, I still think he could get it done. Uh, We'll continue to talk about those players, I'm sure, quite a bit going forward. Up next, Bobby Barak. We'll talk about those with him as well. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back. Hope all of you are having a fantastic President's Day. We are rolling through the program here. Final hour uh, of the show. Uh, We are here in the Farmers Outkick Studios. You can call 1-888-FARMERS to switch and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. Uh, Joined now by Bobby Barak. He is one of the writers at Outkick. You can follow him at Bobby Barak on Twitter. A lot of different stories to get into. Uh, but I want to start here with you, Bobby. This I started off the show talking about this sum in hour one. And I'm fascinated by it because there's a clear sports connection here. Dana White has weighed in. Gina Carano, and I might be mispronouncing her name because I'm not that familiar uh, with her as a actress or as a fighter for that matter. But she was in MMA. She went 7-1. and one. She lost to Cyborg. And then she decided to step outside of MMA. She has become an actress. And a lot of people now know her as being on The Mandalorian, uh, which is a show that has been very popular on Disney+. Plus. She got in trouble for comments that she made on Instagram 
Uh, and I didn't think the comments in the grand scheme of things were that controversial. And in fact, I talked about this some in the first hour, but I always think it's kind of important uh, to talk about what exactly was said uh, because it's important to kind of contextualize where stories come from. She said this on Twitter, which is what led Disney to fire her from The Mandalorian. Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Now, I'm not endorsing this because it's an inelegant comparison because so far people are not being rounded up based on their political views. Uh, But the analogy is she's trying to make is that uh, is to analogize basically a different treatment based on uh, a a difference that exists in a culture, right? It's not a brilliant comparison, but neither is all of the liberal uh, Hollywood elite out there who are saying, oh, Donald Trump is the same thing as Hitler. Not really any similarity at all there, uh, frankly. But those comparisons don't cost anybody their job. She lost her job for this what was your reaction? What is the reaction you have seen from others uh, as it pertains to uh, to this uh, result? Yeah, Clay, as a rule, and I've said this many times, I don't like Holocaust analogies. I think most times they're distasteful. I just don't think they add much to the conversation. I think a lot of times it's distracting and, quite frankly, just false. So I didn't like the analogy, but I read it. And it wasn't fireable to me. And like you said, so many other people have made similar analogies, but a lot harsher, including her co-star, forgive me for getting his name, but he actually plays the Mandalorian. And he had made a very similar analogy, but towards Donald Trump in 2008, talking about how bad Trump is. 2018, he compared uh, concentration camps to the situation at the border and basically said Trump is Hitler, right? Which is a comparison which many people in Hollywood have made over the past several years. Trump is a Nazi. Trump is Hitler. Like, this is a common uh, analogy. It's a dumb analogy, but it's something that is very commonplace among the blue checkmark brigade, and none of those people get canceled from their jobs for making that comparison. Well, in the day before she got let go by Disney's Lucas Films production company, an ABC News anchor, so obviously Disney uh, runs ABC News, he also compared Donald Trump to Hitler, and that was a prepared segment that producers knew was on coming the, out. On the news, too. On the news. So for that to happen so closely, and Clay, when I wrote about this, um, everybody said, well, she gave them a reason to fire her. Well, not really. What she did is she gave them the excuse that they've long wanted. Now, it came out um, in November that when Hollywood and those around that industry caught wind that she was a conservative, there was a campaign 
campaign and there was blogs written to fire her. And you yeah. all know how much companies like Disney, Lucasfilm, Star Wars, all these major companies, they all bow down to those loud, semi-influential voices on Twitter and online. A lot of voices don't really matter, but they control decision-making on the highest level. So I think Disney saw that reaction, and, and they were looking for this excuse for a while. So was what she said fireable? No, but it gave Disney enough of an excuse. And like, listen, obviously, the whole the whole thing is unfortunate because she did not deserve that. Her coworkers said things that were worse. Her company, Disney, has made those same analogies, but anti-Trump, anti-conservative for years, ever since Trump has been office, including that same week. So I was so happy to see the Daily Wire, Ben Shapiro, and Jeremy Boring hook up with her and give her an opportunity to control her own path and produce and star in her own film because that that was a wake up call to a lot of people. Clearly, a lot of these issues have been percolating for a long time. But when you bring in Star Wars, something that's so well-known in the mainstream, they had a lot of people I talked to on and off the record say, wow, this thing is real, that if you had the views that she has that are really not that extreme, really just you know average day-to-day conservative views, you next could be fired just for having those views. And I thought Ben Shapiro made a good point on all this, is that anybody on that side, they could all be next. It's that simple. Yeah. And that, that's where we're at right now. And if if people don't push back or give those opportunities, that size of political spectrum, they're not going to have a very big voice because they're going to be afraid to make that public if you work at a place like Disney. And the same thing for AT&T, all those companies, they all have that same mindset. This was just an example of it, but it was a loud, impactful example of it. And, and it's interesting because I do think, again, with her sports background, it ties into the conversations that exist in the world of sports today, but it sure. also kind of crosses over into the culture of Hollywood. This is, for many people out there who want to talk about the historical relevancy of different times, Back in the 1950s, there was an investigation into the communist influence in Hollywood, and many people were put onto lists and not allowed to work into Hollywood for their alleged connections to communism. And that was the Red Scare, you know, in the early days of, uh, of the Cold War, as it was just beginning after World War II in the 1950s. And Hollywood basically said, never again will we allow a blacklist like this to come into our industry and rid so many people of the ability to make a living. Well, it's happening again. And it's happening because we don't have a balanced ability to have conversations in the culture right now. Because if Gina Carano shares the analogy that she did, she gets fired But for all of the people out there who have been on Twitter rabidly calling Donald Trump Hitler for four or five years, all of those people still have jobs and many of them have gotten uh, have gotten a a, a raise. They've gotten better jobs like it's not a balanced marketplace of ideas when one side of the equation is getting canceled and the other side is getting rewarded for their political opinions. Well, Clayton, that that same uh, male colleague of her, or a, co- a co-star, I forget his name again, the, the star in The Mandalorian, he has an offer now where he is accepted to star in an upcoming HBO Max series, The Last of Us. So he's still getting opportunities. And again, that's AT&T, Disney crossover, same mindset. And I think what the big thing is that I took away from this is that we're letting people like Disney, the producers, and Lucasfilm define what is right, what is wrong, and they're really setting the precedent. The problem that I have with all this is that when you hear a lot of these people speak, 
talking about history because they don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> they're, they're the ones, and these are the people that are trying to tell us what we can and cannot say about history. I mean, look at the the stuff of Abraham Lincoln now. The media and celebrities have now joined together and said, okay, we accept that Abraham Lincoln, they look at him through the lens of modern day that, oh, he was racist. And those are the same people that are saying that this Holocaust analogy is right, this one's offensive. These people shouldn't be the arbiters of these decisions because they have no background or showing they even know anything about history, let alone give people fire for saying, well, that was offensive, but that one was in good taste. Actually, that one makes sense. They, they, don't, have no, they don't have the right to make those decisions all right much less serious story and we talked about this story uh a little bit earlier in the show as well uh this i I read this in the wall street journal over the weekend i know we just got done with valentine's day uh but there was a study that was done and i want to read some of these results because i thought it was pretty funny a uh, study about whether or not women like men with cats. And I wish Danny G were working today because Danny G, uh, producer on the show, has uh, has a cat. And a study was pretty clear. Wall Street Journal found a study. They basically took, uh, for dating profile pictures, they took pictures of normal straight, you know, men who were seeking to meet women. And they put them in their normal picture And then they added a picture with the cat and the cat declined the overall like rate substantially for single women out there who were looking for single men. If you had a dog, you were more attractive. If you were a man and you had a cat, women were not as interested in you. They found women did. They found men with cats to be less masculine, more neurotic and ultimately less dateable. Uh, that is an utter indictment of the male cat universe. Did this finding surprise you? No, it didn't surprise me. But what I did is I was thinking, Clay, those guys that have cats were probably already lonely yesterday, not feeling great about themselves. <laughs> they just yeah. see that come out. I yeah. mean, that Shot across the bow for cat guys. Yeah, exactly, because it's like, taking someone when they're down, those guys were already down. And based on that study, they've probably been down in the past three, four, five Valentine's Day. So there's no oh, um, looking up there. And the dog thing, I actually found that fascinating. Like, if you put a dog in your picture on Match.com, you yeah. have 20% chance <laughs> That's great. of yes. a woman finding you. More 20% more likely. You are 20% yeah. more attractive yeah. if you are a man with a dog in your profile picture. By the way, for gay men out there who are listening – Gay men actually like or uh, find men with cats to be attractive. All right. So for the gay men out there listening, uh, gay men with cat pictures, they're 5% more likely. The finding was chicks don't want a guy with a cat. Uh, direct finding. Uh, where's Dub? Dub, you're a single guy right now. Does this not, not completely comport with what you would expect to find? Like, as a guy, if you were trying to make yourself more attractive in a profile picture, you go dog, you don't go cat. God forbid you went, like, snake or squirrel or pig or something like that. Only animal that women find attractive is a dog, right? That's not surprising to me in any way, in shape, any way. or form. Yeah. But I think I, we need Danny G, honestly, to defend singles, heterosexual men with cats because he's just killed himself with his cats. So, so Clay, here's an important thing. So when I was in high school, Facebook was really taking off. People were trying to find what made them cool on Facebook. And the conclusion for guys was a selfie with sunglasses. That they were, There was a study that said that is what works. 
That's not true. Just put a dog in your photo, maybe block out your yes. face. That's the move. Forget the sunglasses. Forget the, the hat on backwards, the flannel shirt. None of that matters. 20% more likely to get a like if you have a dog in your online dating profile. Uh, I mean, groundbreaking uh, study there. And you really can't argue that. Now, I mean, look, cat guys are going to try to find little notes to push back on, but the stats are pretty clear there. Uh, not good for them. Dog guys, things are looking up. Those that don't have pets might have to decide to get a dog. This was a crazy finding as well. Like, this is from the same article in the Wall Street Journal. Um, And by the way, young women, single women, so maybe it's possible that older women like men with cats. I don't know. Uh, But the quote here is, dogs are winning. They did another study. This is a pretty interesting study. In 2015, I want to see if this surprises either one of you. A peer-reviewed journal of the interactions of people and animals. Women reported being more likely to be attracted to a man because he had a pet and... Uh, they were much more likely to be attracted to men who had a uh, men who had dogs. This is a study from France. They had 240 women ranging in age from 18 to 25. They were approached on the street by a handsome 20-year-old man, sometimes with a dog, sometimes without a dog. An attractive man was used because they they wanted obviously it's hard to get phone numbers and they wanted women uh, to be attracted to him. The dog was just a mongrel with a medium-length black coat, chosen uh, that, that the pet was perceived to be kind, dynamic, and pleasant. When the man was alone and he sought women's phone numbers, he got 9% of the women he approached gave him the number, which is pretty decent, but roughly 1 in 10. But when he was accompanied by the dog, he got three times as many phone numbers. Just by nothing else was changed except he's got a dog, women were three times as likely to uh, trust him. Dub, does that result surprise you? I'm not sure. I mean, the the dog. Do you is have always, a dog? No, I don't have a dog. I don't have any pets. I'm not allowed well, to have pets. What you should thing. have is a dog based on that result. I know. I need to find somewhere, a lease where I'm allowed to have a dog. Maybe that would uh, help me out here and there. But three times. When I saw that, Bobby, when I saw that result, nine good looking dude. Going up to women, he gets a 9% success rate on phone numbers. Adds a dog, he triples the likelihood that women will give them his phone number. It makes him that much more trustworthy that he has a dog. Yeah, you know who I think the biggest losers in this study is? Are colleges. Because instead of going to college for eight years, be a lawyer, five years, be an engineer, skip that. Go be a dog walker in a major city. If you're a good-looking guy, I think you'll probably do fine well, anyway. But if you think about it, it does make some sense because I think what women are seeing when a man has a dog is that he's responsible enough to take care of something other than himself. And there are so many men out there who aren't even responsible enough to take care of themselves that it makes the women think, okay, this guy is at least trustworthy and reliable on some level. And I think that's what the dog is basically a stand-in for. The dog itself may be attractive, but the dog is often, I think for women, a sign of, oh, this guy has got potential as a dad because he's able to take care of a dog on his own. I think that's the, the sort of the cue that biologically is being set off for women on what makes them more attractive. That's my theory anyway. You buy into it? Uh, You're a single guy. How old are you? You talking to me or Yeah, Dub? you. I know Dub's 27. How old are you? 23. What did you do for Valentine's Day? Uh, worked. Do you have a girlfriend? 
<laughs> no. No girlfriend. So do you have a dog? I do have a dog, yeah. So what, yeah, there you go. You're on you're on your way to having a girlfriend. So yeah, I mean, so the study is encouraging, but maybe a little misleading. Well, maybe not necessarily misleading. Maybe you're just not asking enough girls for their uh, their phone numbers. We're talking to Bobby Barack. You can read him uh, at Outkick. Um, well, I was asking questions earlier. We've been talking about the quarterback uh, decision making going forward, and I was saying right now there or i'll get to this in a sec i'll bring you back and i want to ask your opinion on this uh quickly be sure to catch live editions of outkick the coverage with clay travis weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific hey it's jonas knox and you know o'reilly auto parts you know o o o o'reilly who are in the business of keeping your car on the road o'reilly auto parts offer friendly helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs they've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock either in store or online so you never have to worry if you're in a jam the team at o'reilly auto parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car if it needs to be replaced they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome back. Final segment, Monday edition. I hope you're having a great holiday out there. Uh, This is the Farmers Outkick Studios. You can call Farmers today for a quote. Bobby Barak, Outkick writer, hanging out with us here on this President's Day. Uh, Bobby, as we went to break, I was uh, talking about a story that we've discussed a little bit during the course of today's program. There are right now, I would imagine, basically six guys that it feels like are available, former first-round quarterbacks, Who do you think on this list has the best chance at a sort of reclamation project? All of these guys have been starters in the league. Dwayne Haskins, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater. That is six former first-round draft picks, all of whom have started substantial numbers of games in the NFL. If you had to buy stock in one of these six guys – as a quarterback that could potentially be the next Ryan Tannehill, a former first-round pick who finds success elsewhere. Dwayne Haskins, Cam Newton, Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz, Jameis Winston, Teddy Bridgewater. Who would you buy stock in? Well, for me, that's not a tough question because we saw Carson Wentz before he got hurt that year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. He was the leading candidate for MVP, so we saw him out of all those quarterbacks. Remember, Cam won an MVP, too. Yeah, but he's been so bad since then. I think Wentz, it was it was more recent. So I saw with Wentz, I mean, I can't get the vision out of my head about how bad Cam Newton was with the Patriots. But as bad as Wentz was with the Eagles, there was something there mentally, I think, when they drafted Jalen Hurst. Uh, Jay Glazer said that hurt his confidence. To me, no, I'm not that high in any of those six quarterbacks. You mentioned Ryan Tannehill. I don't know if I see that, but I think Ryan Tannehill fell in the right situation with Mike Vrabel, uh, Derek Henry behind him. But I would go Carson Wentz. And the biggest reason, Clay, not even just because of his potential, I think he's most likely to land in a good position. That's with the Indianapolis Colts. He has chemistry, a relationship with Frank Wright. That team is ready to win now. You put Carson Wentz behind that offensive line with that defense on the other side with that coaching staff, you already almost beat the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs with Philip Rivers, who had nothing left. You Carson Wentz the immediate upgrade over that. You add Wentz to that team. That's a team that I could see maybe winning one, two playoff games next year with the Colts. I will say of those names, Jameis Winston is an interesting case because he's in New Orleans now. Sean Payton seems so all in on Taysom Hill, but. 
Sean Payton maybe in a year or now when he really learned how Winston operates could build an offense that could limit uh, James Winston's problems and enhance some of his pearls which we know was kind of a fed downfield passing. So those are the two that I would look at. The rest of those names, Dwayne Haskins, I think he's a bust. I would not take a chance on him at all. Your guy, Marcus Mariota, I wasn't impressed with him when he was even in Tennessee. I would not take a chance on him. And Cam Newton, I don't think he's good enough to be a backup on most teams. Mitch Trubisky and Sam Darnold, by the way, could also be discussed well, in this group. Do you buy into Mitch Trubisky or Sam Darnold more so than you would Carson Wentz? Yeah, well, not Trubisky, but Sam Darnold, yes, because we don't really, really don't know what Sam Darnold can be. He was put in such a bad position there with the Jets, especially last year with Adam Gase. Um, to me, and also, I think those other names that you mentioned, those six names plus Trubisky making it seven, I think all of them carry somewhat of a damaged goods label with a lot of baggage to overcome. I don't think Darnold has that. I think he's young enough for a fresh start. If you're San Francisco, uh, Denver, I think those two teams could really help build Sam Darnold. So if you're factoring him into that discussion, no question I'm taking Sam Darnold. And I've watched a lot of Sam Darnold in college. Clay, I'm surprised that he hasn't been better. Uh, I, I look at him as someone that had a very low bust potentially. He's a smart guy. I think he throws an accurate ball. Um, I still have confidence that he can be at least a above-average quarterback, which for a lot of teams is better than what they have right now. NFL ratings for the Super Bowl dropped a decent amount. Was that a function of the dominance that we saw from the Bucks and this not being a close game? Or do you think we've seen Super Bowl ratings hit their apex and we're going to continue to decline going forward? Well, we're in a position right now where I think everything in TV is declining. But the problem is I don't know if it if it's peaked because I think when they drop so low, there's always room to go up some. Like this Super Bowl, I think it was down to like 96 million if you factor in streaming and all that stuff. So could next year be 97, 98 when it's not a COVID year where I think things will be a little toned down as far as politically. I still think that was a big factor um, in people choosing to watch or not watch the game. But overall, yes, I believe the numbers that used to be 110, 111, 112, those days are gone. And I thought, you know, I talked to somebody last year about this because last year's numbers actually were off. Part of that was because it was a great game. But because of how wide the audience, the variety is for the Super Bowl, the person I talked to said that they're uniquely vulnerable to cord cutting. When you, when you have a large amount of people like that that spreads all across demographics, your total number is more vulnerable to households that cut the cord. So that's definitely a factor in this. And, Clay, and I think as you, as you know this, people are just watching less TV, consuming things differently, and it hurts sports overall. Every single league was down this year. Now, the NBA was down massively. NFL was down about 10% in the regular season. But sports may have, quote-unquote, peaked just because there isn't the appetite to sit at home or during quarantine time, just sit down in front of a TV. And when you have so many options now, internet, Netflix, I I don't think we're ever going to get back to the point where anything on TV is what motivates us and makes us look forward to it. Those times have changed. So I would predict this. Next year, the number will be up slightly because of all those things I just mentioned. And number two, as you said, that game was it felt so over early in the third quarter. That's pretty rare for a Super Bowl. The last time we had that was 
Denver, Seattle. And so usually you're going to get closer game than that. So there's so many things working against this game. But overall, yes, I would say the numbers have peaked as far as reaching what they once were, which was well over $100 million. Those days are gone. What do you think Adam Silver's reaction was when he saw that Mark Cuban had stopped playing the national anthem? Yeah, I was shocked because I thought the NBA would back Cuban up. I was fully expecting the NBA to put out a press release or leak it to one of their insides and say, we fully support Mark Cuban. Um, I mean, the NBA has mostly sided with stuff like that. You have to wonder, though, does business get in the way there? Because as much as the NBA wants to side with some of the, the, those causes that Cuban promotes, I think they know that'd be bad business. They saw the NBA finals were down Fifty-four percent or so year over year. I think Adam Silver knew, hey, this is bad business. But I was interested because you mentioned the reaction, Clay. Outside of you, how many people in sports media pushed back against Mark Cuban? The number was small. Well, most yeah, it's a good point. And by the way, I've invited Mark Cuban on this radio program because I don't run from people who who disagree with me. I mean, we have a big forum. We're the biggest sports talk radio show anywhere in the nation uh, for morning radio. So, I mean, anybody's welcome to come on if they're newsmakers. Mark Cuban is running the other direction. But I think that's we started off talking with you about the Gina Carano situation. I mean, I think one reason why this show is doing so well is because everybody else out there says the same thing. Like they're afraid to point out hypocrisies in the world of sports because they're worried about whether Adam Silver or Mark Cuban or somebody else who's in a powerful position in sports is mad at them. And I just don't care. I mean, I say exactly what I think every single day. And I think, frankly, it's one reason why you're doing well at OutKick and why our web uh, site in, in general is doing so well is because there just aren't very many honest places in the world of sports media now. In fact, you can argue that OutKick is one of the very few, certainly, that's independent. Well, Clay, and you're right about that. And you know, from a t- I think that was last Wednesday that news came down, and the TV side, nobody really gave an honest, distinguishable opinion on it that I saw, and I was watching for till about eight forty-five that night. And it was actually Will Kane, who used to work at ESPN, saying, "Hey, if you make me choose, he's a lifelong Mavericks fan. He goes, if you make me choose between the Mavericks and America, that won't be a hard choice. I'm going to choose America." And that really got me. I think that's how a lot of former or basketball fans think, but that opinion, it seems so odd because nobody else would say that. I'm very positive that a good portion of the country agrees with that, and you see that with the numbers, that people feel that they're having to choose between the sport they love in the country, and a lot of people are choosing the country, and the media has done such a disservice because they don't represent that point of view. I don't think there's any doubt. Bobby Barak, keep up the good work. Have a good week, my man. Fingers crossed that I'm going to be able to get on this flight to Mexico. Uh, Hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, Clay. Sounds good. That is Bobby Barak uh, finishing off the show here. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us on the Monday edition of the program. Lots of guys already out there on their vacations. Dub, what do you think the chances are that I'm going to be able to get on my flight and get to Mexico? Man, I'm I'm, I'm praying for you, Clay, because it was mentioned earlier in the show with Chad Withrow. The North is prepared for this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. We Down are here, it's going to take at least a day or two to kind of get everything back on their feet. So 
I'm putting the odds at 50-50 right now. Yeah, I, I'm really kind of intrigued to see what's going to end up happening with this. Because the one thing I don't want to do is get to the airport and then find out that my flight's ca- canceled. And then I have to turn around and drive all the way back in the snow, right? Like, I just want to get there. If I'm going to be able to take off, that's great. If I'm not going to be able to take off, uh, and I feel like the challenge is going to be figuring out, you know, what the status is of that flight going forward. It's going to be a mess. Uh, Bobby Barak. Thanks to him. I encourage you to go check out Chad Withrow and also my buddy Lance Taylor. Special holiday edition of the show. I know a lot of you work on President's Day. Uh, So what is this, like five straight holidays we've worked? I don't want to brag or draw attention to myself, uh, but what is this now? This is uh, so far this year. We worked on New Year's Day. We worked on uh, New Year's Eve. We worked on, uh, let's see, what else did we work? We worked MLK Day, and now we're working on uh, on Valentine's Day. We worked on Valentine's weekend or whatever, President's Day. That's a pretty good start to the year. I got to start taking some more days off. Uh, got the crew coming in and hanging out. I think Jonas Knox and Jeff Schwartz have got the rest of this week's shows. Hope you enjoy them. I hope I get down to Mexico. Regardless, I'll be back one week from today. Same bad time, same bad channel. But OutKick will be fresh and brand new. 12 more hours this week with Jonas Knox and with Jeff Schwartz. This has been Outkick. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that. But there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.